All right, December 18th, last week before Christmas here. So final stretch of games before we get all the way through to Christmas season. We got five games to start it off on the schedule here on this Monday night. Six, five? Five games on the schedule, yeah. Five games on the schedule to kick it off here on the, this Monday. But before we get into tonight's games, talk a little bit about what went down on the weekend. I want to remind everybody that today's show as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether that's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web if that's how you prefer to sign up. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. It does help support the show. On top of helping support the show, liking the stream, subscribing here to the channel. If you listen on podcasts, rate, review, all that stuff, that helps support us as well. So if you could take a moment to do that while you're listening or after you're done listening, that would be much appreciated. But thank you to everyone who's out here on this fine Monday morning. Uh, Alex B., how you feeling uh, right now? You says you're traveling tomorrow. Yeah, traveling back home to Chicago. So on the uh, Friday show, I will be uh, located in Chicago for that and getting ready for the holidays. Doing all right. You know, kind of an interesting up and down weekend. I did wake up with a piece of news that made me laugh. And laugh is always the best medicine. When you're kind of going through it. Aaron Dell getting a tryout with the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, of course, they've had a bunch of goaltending issues, which is not shocking because when you spend $3.4 million to sign Frederick Anderson, who constantly stays injured and then spend another million dollars to sign Auntie Ranta, who's constantly injured, then you have to start looking for goaltenders. And they have been diving into uh, the recycling bin. They went to try to sign Yaroslav Halak. He didn't pass the tryout. And now here comes Aaron Dell, potentially. So uh, Carolina's in a lot of trouble. And Don Waddell, this, I think this could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. They missed the playoffs because of this goaltending fiasco. He should probably be out of job. So, Money, where where do you stand on the uh, goaltending situation in Carolina and the status of Don Waddell? Well, I mean, we knew that Freddie Anderson has been fragile his whole career, right? But at the same time, like it goes back to like um, what we discussed with the with the with, with the Oilers, right? So, like the decision was made, right? You had a goaltender, you knew he was fragile, but you had him, right? And like mm-hmm. when he's when he's good, when he's healthy, when he's on, he is one of the better goaltenders in the league. So, of course, you need to sign him. Now, once you get into the situation where um, he's hurt, Ranta is not playing well, um, and Kochetkov is not at the level that you, fair or unfair, that like he that that you kind of expected him to be at. What are you supposed to do in this situation? Right. And like, and, and, and like, I asked that about the Oilers too. The decision was made. You can't go back in hindsight. Right. What are you supposed to do right now moving forward? Right. And um, that's, that's the trouble Carolina is in. Right. So whether or not it should cost him his job, I mean, I, I don't know. Right. Like, you, you need to make tough, you need to make the tough decision. And it's easy to, to go back in hindsight and say, well, we know he's always hurt or like we should have known Ranta would would turn into whatever he is, right? So, but at the same time, if they do in fact miss the playoffs, right? Like, I, I mean, like we're we're talking about two different things here. If they miss the playoffs, then I agree with Alex, right? Because like, like you have to shake it up, 
right? If they get into the playoffs, if they even if they don't win the it if, even if they don't get to the conference championship or the cup or whatever, um, I think you need to give him time to kind of figure this out, right? So I I think that would be the distinction here for me. Yeah, fair. Yeah, enough. and that's the thing. I want to yeah, I want to make that clear. Yeah, not not if they get to the playoffs, like I said, they whatever they do in the playoffs, that's fine. But if they miss the playoffs because of this, because that this would this would be if they go on this, continue to go on a losing streak. Let's say they they do sign Dell and they go with Dell Kachek and Kachekov and they go through this horrible stretch uh, before Anderson comes back, and then they're five six points out of missing a playoff spot. We could trace it back to to this window and then trace it all the way back to in July. Like I said, I said it in July. They shouldn't have signed Ronson. They shouldn't have signed Anderson. So it's not even kind of hindsight. I, I said it from the very beginning. This was a bad idea. So. All right. Well, let's get moved forward here. Getting closer, closer to getting to tonight's games. But before we do that, so money, I got to ask you about the state of the Vancouver Canucks right now. Uh, shootout loss to the Minnesota Wild on Saturday there, but then they get a win against Alex's Chicago Blackhawks yesterday. I see people recruiting uh, Bedard now to Vancouver. I saw people sending him Instagram direct messages with box scores after the game, telling him it's time to come home to uh, Vancouver. What is going on in Vancouver? What's the status of the team? And uh, where's the parade route at right now? Is it still being planned? Are you guys on hold? What's the deal there? So I don't know about parade, right? But like, but like this team is for real and they're not going anywhere, right? Like um, I was very impressed with the weekend. Even the even the shootout loss um, against uh, against Minnesota, that was that was a game that this core has shown that they don't show up for, right? Now, granted, they didn't play that well, and um, and they probably should have lost that game, but this core doesn't even get a point in the past, right? Um, it was an early start. Um, they um, after after being home on Thursday night, then they then, then they traveled. It was an early start. Um, it was a it was a uh, the front end of a, of a back to back. Now that situation itself it was accounted for in the line and the market, right? Um, because we saw how deflated the Canucks were in the market on Saturday morning, right? The situation itself was accounted, but you still have to play the game, and that's the game that this core has lost in the past, and like not even gotten a point. So just grinding out a point there in a tough situation was very impressive. Then the next night you go to Chicago. That's another game where I'm telling you that this team loses. Last year, this team would have lost that game in Chicago, right? Um, again, not their best game. Um, they are, they they do have some tired legs right now. Like you can you can see that after their home stretch and they went on the road. Like they are playing with tired legs, but they're grinding it out, right? Like they like a Besser after the game. I mean, like it's cliche, but he talked about like will and effort and all that. Like, I don't know about all that, but like they, they, they did grind it out. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with this team and uh, they're not, they're not going anywhere. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to today's games. We do have the five ahead of us here on the schedule, so we'll break each one of these down, give out best bets if we have them. If you guys have any questions, please make sure to send them in the chat. Before we get to the best bets, though, here, just a reminder to people, you can track all the picks that we give out on the court through the course of the season in BetStamp. Not just good for comparing odds across games, futures, and player props, but tracking your bets as well. That's what we do here on the Edgework Show. We use BetStamp. You can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ, and if you head on over there, you'll see so far, this season 
131, 126, and two over 259 bets. We have a 7.4% ROI. Went four and one on Saturday on our Saturday best bet. So you're gonna want to be following us on Twitter as well as following us here. But uh, pretty good season so far for us here, continuing on what we built off of uh, or what we built last year. So hopefully we can continue that and uh, close out the season like this as well. But let's get to today's games and we will start with the Pittsburgh Penguins who are hosting the Minnesota Wild. Now, if there was anybody in Toronto who was still in mourning uh, as it was being reported after the departure of Kyle Dubas, hopefully after Saturday night's 7-0 win over the Penguins, Leafs fans can finally get over that one. That's the last straw that they needed. Kyle Dubas get, being cut to in the stands, just cursing at uh, the team, the officials, whatever it was. Now head home to Pittsburgh and host the Minnesota Wild here. Uh, you currently see Pittsburgh sitting at minus 120. The Wild coming in plus 108 and a total right now of six. So, Money, how are you kind of approaching this game and what do you make of where the market is right now? So it's it should be no surprise. Um, I'm on the Penguins here. Um, I think we can go ahead and lock that in. Um, I do like them up to minus 125, so the market has gotten kind of close to where where i have it um a couple of things here so yes i generally come in higher on the penguins i fully i fully concede that and it could be and i fully acknowledge that it could be to my detriment going forward the rest of the season right um and if they're not able to respond in 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 this situation um after a seven nothing loss and after the stuff that we're hearing coming out of their camp um, then I might just have to throw my numbers in the garbage on the Penguins. Um, right, so this is a Penguins team that's still generating offense, right? The problem is they can't finish, right? And not only can they not finish, uh, defensively, they're a mess, right? And um, they, they're giving up a ton of chances. The only things that's saving the Penguins relatively is that they've... Um, They've had strong goaltending this year, right? Um, so I don't know how long that can continue. They have, um, um, in practice, they did shake up the defensive pairings. Um, they did talk about getting back to a team defensive focus. I do have faith in Sullivan to kind of get that focus back because he has shown in the past that when he's had um, subpar um, defensive teams, he has been able to kind of focus on a team on on a team defense um, um, situation there so with the with the wild they 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 do have trouble generating offense as well so that's the reason why even with Pittsburgh being so poor defensively I'm relatively okay with still betting them even at a even at a kind of minus 120 there because um, I I don't fully expect Minnesota to be able to take advantage of that as well as another team may right um and of course it's the last game for for uh, flurry in pittsburgh so, um, i mean all that narrative stuff I, I i don't know how to quantify that so like maybe maybe tonight he'll decide that he's going to play very well as opposed to not playing well in other games but um i don't know what any of that but uh um it's it it's just something fun on the side there too it's his it it's his last game in pittsburgh so i'll i'll, I'll definitely be watching that as well all right, there you go. First bet of the night locked in there. The Pittsburgh Penguins minus 120 on the money line. So money saying good up to minus 125. So I'll lock that in here first and foremost. Now, Alex, where do you kind of come in on this game? Do you have any thoughts here? 
Yeah, I, I grabbed a uh, dollar twenty with the uh, pens last night, so uh, I agree with somebody. I would also be looking at. I don't bet a lot of these often. Uh, I'm looking at the under potentially. Like you mentioned, with Mark Andre for this being potentially his last start in in Pittsburgh. Of course, all we know all the history he's had there, built his Hall of Fame career uh, against the Penguins. But if you look at, like I said, how the Penguins have been struggling, especially on the power play of late, not generating enough consistent offense. Then also on the flip side, Minnesota has changed their whole philosophy since John Hines has come in. They're a more defensive-minded team. We've seen that their offensive uh, you know, decline, not necessarily for the, the behest of the team because they're playing better defensively, but they're not getting enough scoring, in, in my opinion. And I think with these two teams kind of colliding against one another, we could see this one be a, a bit of a low-scoring affair. And if Flurry's on point, you know, like I said, the last, his last time playing in Pittsburgh, I would definitely lean to that. So uh, I would be looking at maybe an under six potential. Would you want to lock that in here? We can see a minus 105 on the best price available. On the I wouldn't six. lock it in just yet because I'm still not seeing 100% confirmed that Flurry is starting. It's it's pretty much we're all kind of kind of going with that and I've seen it. But, but until that's officially locked in, then I might I might wait a little bit. And, uh, but I don't want to confirm it as of right now. All right, makes sense. So we'll leave that one off. Uh, but that one is uh, something to hold on to back pocket throughout the remainder of the day. But we do have one bet there, and that is the Pittsburgh Penguins money line, minus 120. So lock that in, first play. Now we'll move on to uh, next game here, the Sorry, Detroit Jack. Red Wings. Yep. One thing. Um, Minnesota just took a bunch of money in the market. So if you're um, – don't – so we're, we're already locked in, and, 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 and I've got to play in. But if you haven't betted yet, just – just, just, just wait until it uh, until it comes down. Yeah, they're they're starting Nadelkovich. That's why. Yeah, that's okay. I was just about yes, to say. I just, just see that. I just saw it. Yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a little surprising, and I'm not happy about that. Um, the yeah. play is locked in. I still like the Penguins. Obviously, it's going to be adjusted down now. Um, but just wait. You might you'll. Let me just uh, do my Nadelkovich number here. Yeah. So with with Nadelkovich, I'm at minus one ten. So um, yeah. If 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 you can grab the minus one ten right now, I would, right. So um, but just uh, if you're only seeing minus one twenties in your book, just 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 wait a bit until until un, until it comes down. All right. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ideal start. There you go. That's why you watch this live. Get to see what happens in real time uh, as these announcements come in and as the money starts to come in on certain teams on either Not side. Cool. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, cool. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is stuff I have to deal with live, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> positive vibes guys positive vibes yes yeah, right. we're good we're good these are the ones where we get kicked in the teeth in terms of the cov and everything moving against us and and it'll be a no doubter here on this one uh all right well moving on we got the detroit red wings hosting the anaheim ducks here tonight big price for the red wings if you're looking to back them minus 222 the best price available but you see this one all the way out to minus 250s on some different books out there plus 209 on the anaheim ducks as it is right now and a total of six and a half any thoughts in terms of this uh this expensive price here on the detroit red wings right now or the total as it is at six and a half alex uh as of right now i mean i don't know i don't see too much of anything maybe take a shot with the red wings uh first period puck line i'm seeing you know uh, lay the half a goal in the first 20 minutes and get plus 130 plus 135 with anaheim on the second night of a back-to-back and they had a, a great third period last night so i had adam henry get the uh, hat trick in his old uh, home in New Jersey, and now 
taking on this Wings team that's been kind of just up and down. We thought Sir Patrick Kane showing up would be a, a boost to that offense. That team's kind of been struggling since uh, 88 showed up to Detroit. So uh, that's maybe the only thing, just kind of play it light early and then maybe look for this uh, some stuff in-game. All right. Uh, so, Money, anything for you here at all? I'm so rattled, you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, uh, I got uh, – I got – I, I got nothing here. I thought I thought it was fair, right? Like, I mean, obviously you look at that big number with Detroit and it's really tough to to uh, justify laying that. So with 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 this Red Wings team who's shown to be inconsistent, especially lately, but um I I'm not getting involved with Anaheim here either. So so I I had this as I had this fair right now, so I will I will be passing on this game. All right. Um, now, third game of the night here. The Winnipeg Jets hosting the Montreal Canadiens. Winnipeg minus 217 right now, plus 214 on the Montreal Canadiens, and a total of six on Pinnacle, six and a half elsewhere. So, Money, any thoughts on the side or total here? You have to look at Montreal unders, right? I, I, I mean, like, they've, they've been they, – they do have trouble generating, and for the most part – um, they do play well. They do play well defensively. I need, I need confirmation on their goaltending. Um, I also need confirmation on um, on uh, Winnipeg's goaltending as well. Um, Hellebuck has started the last couple of games, and he's looked strong. So I would expect him to to uh, to 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 play again. But um, at six in Montreal, um, in, sorry, at six in a Montreal game, I think the total has been adjusted already. So um, I'll pass. If we get a plus money on the under six, I'd be, I'd be interested, um, <clears throat> like like plus one hundred five range. But um, as of right now, we're not there. So this is another game where, where where I'll be passing. What would it take for you to bite on a six and a half and under six and a half if there are some out there or people have access to those and they might want to play that under there if, if it's available to them? Uh, six and a half, I'd go to minus one twenty seven. Okay. And then um and then six I want plus one oh five. All right. Makes sense. So we'll leave that here. Uh, but for those of you out there, if that's something you are looking to play, there you go. There's so money's uh, numbers on that. Uh, Alex, any interest at all from you from a betting perspective in this game? Yeah, I'm looking at the regulation draw, which I'm seeing you can get uh, some pretty good numbers. I see plus 350 at Caesars. I've seen as high as plus 365 at a couple other shops. So definitely a shop around plus 370 at Pinnacle. Uh, the Habs have been a team that has played games very close We've seen three of the last seven meetings go past regulation. Or sorry, three of the last seven games for Montreal overall go to past regulation. Three of the last six meetings with the Winnipeg Jets go past regulation, including two of the last three. So I think this could be a kind of a tight, close, low-scoring game, and it would you know, take a little bit longer than 60 minutes to get it done. Okay, so plus 370 on the regulation time draw. We'll go with a half unit on that play there. And then we got two more games on the schedule here tonight. And again, reminder, we will go back and recap all of these at the very end of the show here, all the picks for tonight. But before we get into these two other games, I got a question here for you guys from the chat. Mike Bromberg asking, at what point does Anaheim become the new San Jose? San Jose is the team Alex, you infamously said, would have two wins at American Thanksgiving. I think that that came true. I think that they had or yeah. less than two wins. They had exactly two wins there yeah. at Thanksgiving. Um 
Has it flipped over? Is Anaheim the San Jose Sharks now? I mean, they're getting close to it. I think the Chicago might be the new San Jose Sharks at the moment. They are the worst uh, team record-wise in the league. And, uh, you know, Anaheim, I, th- I thought Anaheim was a team that looked like they could be kind of sneaky and, and, and maybe, you know, disrupt some, some uh, things and kind of find their way into that wild card spot. I took a shot with them at plus 1,100 when they went on that run uh, in mid, what, mid late October into November. And then all of a sudden they just completely cratered off the face of the earth. Lucas Dostal regressed. Uh, John Gibson regressed, and the defense in front of them has regressed. So, uh, just a lot, a lot of things now. So they are pretty bad. They will be toward the bottom of the division now, uh, right there with San Jose. So it could be sooner than later, possibly. Uh, so, money. What are your thoughts on the Anaheim Ducks and their trajectory at this point? Yeah, I, I completely agree with Alex. I think that uh, um, this team they they've also not been healthy too, right? They're they they are starting to get. Yeah, there you go, Matt Albert. They they, <laughs> they are starting to get uh, st- stealing my thunder here. Then they are starting to get um, to to get some pieces back. So I would I would expect their play to pick up. So I don't I don't really f- think that they're at that level yet, and I don't know that they'll get there now as they move forward. I think that there will be some opportunities to actually bet on Anaheim, um, as, as, especially now after they've. Um, They've gone through this road trip. They'll, they're going to have a bunch of home games coming up um, against some teams that are going to be on tough, um, on tough schedule situationally. So I think that, um, and and the number is going to be always inflated on um, against Anaheim. So I, I think there might be some opportunities on Anaheim right now, um, but just 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 be patient. Wait a bit. Wait until they they get some of their guys back, and I think that there will be an opportunity to bet on Anaheim. All right, now two more games on the schedule that we'll get to for tonight. So getting through those. <laughs> um, also, Russ here saying good hair day for so money. Uh, usually equals winning picks. Hashtag trends. There you go. If that's something, if trends are something you're into here, that might be one to start following here on this show. So money you know, hair and the correlation with winning picks. <laughs> you know, when I'm wearing a hat, then I'm having a bad morning. So <laughs> losing day, don't tail, yeah. stay away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, builds up the mojo as Jeremy saying there in the chat as well. Uh, all right, let's get to the next game here. The Dallas Stars hosting the Seattle Kraken. Dallas minus 180 here, uh, p- plus 161 on the Kraken on the other side and a total of six at Pinnacle, six and a half so out there elsewhere. You can find that uh, juice to the over on Pinnacle with the over six. Alex, what are your thoughts on this game and do you have any bets here? Yes, I do. I mean, I've been uh, Dallas Stars, kind of a semi-fan for the last couple of weeks because of this incredible run in the first period over nine in a row, 21 and five on the season. Uh, and we're still getting wonderful prices, you know, laying $1.27 at Pinnacle, $1.30 at Caesars, up to $1.45 at MGM. I, I, I like this play all the way up to $1.45. I think this is a great spot. Dallas also now possibly without Jake Ottinger long term. Uh, you know, the goaltending situation had already been shaky with him in, in net. He'd been giving up some of those early goals to help catch those first periods. But now they got to rely on either Wedgwood or Matthew Murray, not Matt Murray in Toronto, but Matthew Murray, who was in the uh, Stars organization. He's had some decent numbers in the AHL with, with Texas, so he'll probably be getting the call. But either way, I think we could see goals early uh, continuing with Stars games. All right, over one and a half, minus 127 here for the Stars cracking game in the first period. We'll lock that in uh, as our next official play. 
So, Money, anything for you outside of that that you've got here for this game tonight? Yeah, so I like... Um, we like to rag on the Seattle Kraken here, right? This is an anti, anti-Seattle show. It's turned into uh, when I've come on. But yeah. we've gone too far here now, right? I think that um, we're, at a, we're at a point now in the market where Seattle is actually undervalued. So... Um, I am half a unit on um, on 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 Seattle here. Um, I got them down to plus one thirty two. Um, we can get yeah. There you go. We got some one forty one thirty eight. Yeah. yeah, we should be able to get some better numbers than that. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. There we go. There we go. That was on me. I had that one clicked on the first period. We're yeah. at one sixty one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so, clicked on the wrong thing. Okay, so uh, yeah, I was surprised there. So I do, I I do have them down to minus one, two, uh, two, two, two plus one thirty-two without without Ottinger in that. So um, I yeah, I'm on I'm on Seattle here. Um, I just think that this is this is strictly a play where I feel that we've gone too far in the marketplace betting against Seattle. So I think that um, we're at a market low right now and we need to pull back some of it. So um, that's the reason I'll, um, I'm on Seattle for, and it's just half a unit because I can't go full unit because it doesn't change any of my thoughts on Seattle um, long-term. Right. Um, it's just that my thoughts on Seattle um, combined with the market price, um, there's the, there, there's a, there's a small edge there. So um we are on Seattle. See, this is what we talked about on Friday where we said, do you think it'll win? No, but you're going to bet it because it says the numbers tell you to bet it. So many not trusting the crack in here, but still the number uh, making sense for, for the play. So Seattle plus 161, and that's 161, not 140. Like I said, that was on me. Pull up the wrong page there. Uh, half unit on the Kraken. Uh, we'll recap all of these, but we got one more game to go here for tonight, and that would be in Calgary as the Flames host the Florida Panthers. Calgary plus 107 right now. The Panthers minus 118 and a total of six and a half. Alex, where do you stand on this Flames-Panthers game for tonight? This one I don't really have too much on. I mean, the Flames have been just kind of a, a rough team to watch right now, and the, and the Panthers have just quietly been kind of scraping up some victories, playing some decent hockey. I, it's just amazing, too, how this team, you know, I think a lot of us kind of thought that they would just be getting into their groove right now as opposed to the beginning of the year, considering how things ended with the injuries and different things and the, the cup run that they made. We expected that hangover to be there, and it just never really popped up. And so now Florida's just one of those teams where, you know, we have to take them seriously as a, as a, as a quality team in, in the East if we haven't already. So it's one I'm probably going to stay out of, maybe dip in and grab something live, but nothing uh, of note here for me. Any bets for you, So Money? Um, no, but uh, can we just circle back to that P- Penguins game? It's obviously still on my mind. Um, so so the market has hit rock bottom here, um, like has has – has at the bottom on the Penguins. So um, if you haven't bet the Penguins, um, I still do like them with Nadelkovic. I'm just I'm just really rattled about the pricing here. But um, the market has it the low. So like if you like the Penguins, it's it's good to go with them now. Um, <clears throat> back to the Calgary game. Um, when you first look at the number, um, it does look the the Panthers do look um, do do look deflated in the market. A um, couple of reasons for that. They are on the last game of their of the road trip here and um, Calgary 
they they are showing signs of starting to to uh, to uh, turn it around a bit. So um, not fully turn it around. Their play has gotten better in the last few games. So that's the reason why um, um, Panthers look a little short. Uh, but when you take when, when you're looking at season long numbers, but when you take those two elements into consideration, um, I think that Panthers installed that this kind of favorite in the market is 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 fair right now. So that's the reason I'll pass. Um, but just a couple of things to um, to uh, look out for in terms of why of why the market is constructed in the way that it is right now in this game. All right, so no play there. Uh, we will recap all these, but there's a question in the chat I think is interesting, and uh, today's probably a decent day to get into it here as well. Charles Saul asking, do you guys have any takes for the World Juniors? Now, Alex, I don't know how well closely you follow it. I know for myself, it's something that's on pretty much every game uh, throughout the course of the tournament. So money, I imagine it's fairly similar for you as well. Any, any takes for the World Juniors there? So growing up... Um... And um, I think it's 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 like this for 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 most people around our age um, in Canada. Like it was like that. Once that music hits, it's just <clears throat> like the TSN music. It just like hits you differently, right? Like um, yeah, Cord Miller, Ray Ferrara. Yeah, yeah. Especially when the games are on, um, um, when when they're actually overseas and they're on like er early morning, and you and you yeah. wake up early morning. Like it's it's weird, but it's a little bit different when when the game start in the afternoon, right? But um, early morning, that music hits, like everybody's asleep, you're up, you're fired up, right? But um, as the years have gone on, um, there was a time when I was betting it a lot, uh, but as it, as the years have gone on, um, I've been betting it less and less. Um, <clears throat> and not, not just because of anything, it's just because like there's just been more things to bet on, I guess, as I've gotten older. Um, but um, I still love the tournament. In terms of any takes, I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, it's something <laughs> that I will I will be watching, but mm. I couldn't even tell you who's good or who's not. Um, I I do yeah. have friends who do bet it, so I just I just end up tailing them a lot of times. Um, just whatever they like, I just I just bet it with them, right? Just like we have fun together with that. But um, yeah, I. I couldn't tell you from a betting perspective, but I do love the tournament and I'll be watching it. And it's a, and it's in a good time zone this year as well. Yeah. Is Sweden's good yeah. for you uh, on the West? All right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Alex, any takes for you on the world juniors? No. And I, you know, I think this is kind of where the, the country divide kind of comes into play a little bit, you know, being here in the States, I remember as a kid, I didn't even really get a chance to watch the world juniors only with, since we've gotten NHL network in the last say, 15, 16 years, have I, we've been even able to get consistent coverage of it. That being said, I'm not really a, a big proponent of, of international play at the whole thing I'll say for whenever the NHL decides to go back to the Olympics. But uh, all being said, I mean, yeah, like it's a, it's a big tournament. And obviously you want to take note of the players that are involved because these are the future stars of the NHL. It, it's been proven year after year after year. So I do catch highlights, look for things. There's a lot of Blackhawks prospects that'll be involved with it. I, I just hope everybody gets through it safely. You don't want to see anything crazy happen with these guys when they go back to their junior and college teams respectively when it's all done. Yeah, uh, I mean, for us here in Canada, that's it's like the big, big thing. Yeah. Everybody watching during Boxing Day, the first game of the tournament, uh, Canada always playing on that day, and then it just ends up being something that kind of takes over the country for the next week, week and a half that the tournament's being played. Uh, I will say, I, I know this, I don't know how, 
I, I would assume it's probably fairly well, fairly widely known at this point, but Canada has one returning player. They're going to win the tournament, so don't worry about it. But they're good. They have one returning player. Uh, it's Owen Beck, and he's the player who joined the team last year during the tournament because someone else was injured and wasn't able to play. So he was like an emergency bring-in player. So outside of that, basically the entire team for Canada has been flipped over. And the other thing I would say, I kind of bet it probably similar to so money there, where it's like it's not serious. It's game to game, having fun. Buddies are betting on it, whatever. The only tidbit that I could give, which I I know that the people who watch this show are smart enough to do, but maybe if people are stumbling upon this and they don't know, line shopping, especially here in these tournaments, is the most important thing you could ever possibly do. Even if you're looking to get pre-tournament positions or anything, just open up even two, three sports books and start looking across because the discrepancies that you can find in some of this stuff is shocking sometimes uh, i guess that's the way, best way to put it it's massive so just line shop for some of these even if you're just doing it for fun just get the best of the number whatever it is that you're doing so uh that's uh that's kind of the way that i look at those but i mean takes canada's gonna win obviously so uh continue to maintain the hockey dominance at the junior level in uh, north america alex uh <laughs> all right our <laughs> our picks <laughs> Go ahead. Just a comment there from uh, from a Mike in the chat about um, Celebrini. So, <clears throat> just want to point out <clears throat> another, <clears throat> excuse me, another uh, local kid um, that's going to take the NHL by storm next year as well. So, and, and end up in yeah. Chicago too. It's amazing. Good, good, good. That, that would be fun, right? <laughs> Actually, wait. So, money. I got a question for you. What is what's this about uh, Bedard's cousin or brother or something? Or I think it's his cousin. Apparently, he's some stud young prospect player too you hear much about him out there in uh in vancouver um we haven't actually heard much m much much about him um but like we do we do know right and uh, i mean it, it yeah. just goes to show that that uh that a bc is an, an, an nhl factory right now like it's all yeah. it's all happening right now we're gonna have back-to-back -back number one overall picks it's fun times here in bc unfortunately they're both gonna end up in chicago so yeah that's gonna suck not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, I've never felt so old and out of it than when I was looking at some of these guys and you're seeing like 2006, 2007 oh, yeah. players and stuff. I'm like, yes. wow, that is shocking. That's crazy. Shocking numbers <laughs> to see. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. To recap today's picks, we do have four for you guys uh, on, on tonight's NHL slate. We have... The Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 120. <laughs> so money. <laughs> uh, Penguins money line, minus 120 there uh, against Minnesota Wilds. We're taking the regulation time draw uh, for half a unit between the Habs and the Jets. We have the Seattle Kraken, plus 161 at a half unit there. And then the Kraken Stars first period over one and a half, minus 127 for a full unit. So Penguins money line, minus 120, full unit there. Habs, Jets, regulation time draw, plus 370, half unit. Kraken, money line, plus 161, half unit. And then finally, the Kraken stars, first period over one and a half, minus 127. That'll do it for today's plays. If you are looking for more content throughout the day, make sure to check out everything else happening over on The Hammer. You can follow us on The Hammer HQ on Twitter, as well as Edgework HQ for more show updates or network-wide updates throughout the course of the day, throughout the week. Make sure to follow us over on BetSam for the Find Better section. But for everyone who tuned in here today, appreciate that. Thank you for taking the time to do this, for spending your mornings with us. So, Money, Alex, thank you guys for doing this here today. Alex, 
Enjoy your travels. Safe traveling. We'll see you back here on Friday. And so money, we'll see you here on Thursday. But for the rest of the chat, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe on the way out. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.